brings it away. High ball forward. Petrarca's one out. Everyone forgot about the footy except for the first gamer. Lockhart takes Clark on. What about this for a start? Well done, young man. Inside Melbourne, episode three. Clint Stanaway with you. Jack Viney, co-host. G'day, Jack. Hey, Clint. How are you? Going all right, thank you. Good. Um, We've got a special guest with us. Very special guest. Do you want to introduce him? Uh, Yes, this is my... uh, Co- co-captain, uh, Nathan, partner in crime. Thanks, man. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I was just wondering, firstly, can we start with your opener? I've heard the opener of the first show. Yeah. It's, it's your boy, Jack Viney, and then he completely forgot who runs it and what's it called. What's the name of it? It is, I do know now, episode three, Inside Melbourne. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> with thanks to... Thanks to Zurich. Very good. S- smash my phone. Um, but yeah, I haven't been allowed the rain since that episode um so maybe in a couple of weeks when clint's feeling take the training wheels off yeah take the training wheels off i maybe have another stab at it but oh, you're going well bro just learning the ropes at the going well hey jack you got any intel on where lily mythen is well i do i have some intel and it's i don't, i'm not sure how to feel about it because she was like late last week mm. um substantially late and <laughs> we're already questioning her dedication to the cause and now we find out she's not here today because she's in Noosa. Noosa. Uh, Noosa. That's distressing. Um, yeah, working on the suntan. So, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm really, really not sure what to think about it. You're and flat, aren't you? I'm pretty flat. Um, you know, you got to commit to something, you do it properly. I'm all about it. And uh, I think, yeah, she's, she's having a bit of a laugh at the moment. <laughs> oh, whack. He's going hard there. He's already said that there should be fines introduced for such behaviour. So, Absolutely. Lil, you're on notice. Uh, it's good that we've got the two co-captains um in the studio today because you know we have to address a few issues from the weekend and we're going to straighten up um right here right now because obviously it's it's been a disappointing start to the season jones i'm going to start with you um as our guest um to you first and foremost take us back to saturday night and immediately after (coughs) the game the feeling in the rooms well immediately after the game it's um you know extreme disappointment uh, frustration and uh, probably sort of wondering where we're at but I think Goody was quick to sort of put some perspective around that which at the time it's sort of hard to fathom um, and it even sort of st- still sounds weird to talk in you know an element of positive light from the game but um, coming in yesterday and seeing the review and some of the footage and the numbers our game has taken a bit of a turn and you know it actually is on the right track mm. Um, as far as that may seem away for some people, um, you know, the game is so, um, well, it's very much defined by small margins. And on the weekend, um, you know, in particular, you know, Geelong takes pretty much every opportunity they created turned into a goal versus, you know, we created a lot of opportunities for, you know, very little reward. Um, and we're very clear on the path forward to, you know, um, sort of rectify that. But, uh, yeah, you know, sort of just about at the moment grinding away and sort of hanging in there. Um, but I don't think you could question the effort or intent, which, you know, I think it's a real anomaly. I, I don't know if you look back at statistics, whether or not, you know, with what we sort of served up from our point of view, um, has there ever been a margin like that? But, you know, we'll continue to work forward. And I think, you know, we aren't too far away from turning that corner. I'm sure that nobody's questioning effort or intent, but I guess one of the main questions people have is how can the best defensive team of 2018 be so ineffective um, converting inside 50s, Jack? 
Is that something that you look at now? Um, yeah, like obviously to get so many inside fifties and not convert and make the most of it. Um, yeah, there's breakdowns. You know, it's it's not working the way it should be. So, um, you know, there was a lot of our education yesterday about um, the opportunities we're leaving out there. Um, you know, just off what Jonesy said, there are elements to our, our game that that came back, um, which is which is positive in a sense, but still the opportunities we left out on the track were um, were huge, and that's probably you know you get that combination of um, you know. Yeah, the scoreboard and and um, yeah, us not scoring, scoring at all, really. Is, was there an inability to adjust the way we delivered the footy inside fifty, Jonesy? Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's easy to say that from afar, but when you're in the moment with yeah. the, um, you know, the role that Geelong's on the. Because um, they were, they were on a roll. They were playing absolutely good like you know. It's and they're, they're one of the best defensives. Like the way they set up behind the ball, absolutely inside their D fifty. Like they're mm. one of the better teams at doing that. Um, so and that's sort of why we can credit. We can take positive light mm. in some of the um, opportunities we did create. I think when we say like uh, you know we're missing, it's like. What I mean by small margins is, you know, a guy may snap a ball around the corner when all he has to do is just cut off his line and maybe give one more handball, and it's it's almost a certain goal. That's the they're the little things I'm talking about. You know, running inside fifty, just lower your eyes a little bit, but you know, in the moment, they that just comes down to guys sort of remaining calm and keeping their head. And I think the funny thing is, you know, we're we're completely capable of it. The team hasn't changed very much from the team that was won nine in a row last year and took us to a prelim but it's finding that it's finding that spark where you know we're in sync we're in form each line midfield back line forward line works together you know the game I think it's undervalued in terms of how much particularly outside the footy club people value teamwork and Mm. the team working as a system um, you know, it isn't any one player that's going to pull us out of this. It's actually the group sort of finding its groove and working together. And at the moment, we're just a bit clunky. Um, but as Jack and I both said, we're actually not too far away. And it's like 1% or 2% and it completely changes. How do you handle that pressure? I mean, you two as leaders, as captains of the footy club, what role do you play right here, right now? Oh, I think first and foremost, you've just got to own your performance. Um, understand where you are. Um, that's the quickest way uh, to, to improving. And, um, you know, we're, we're in that position where we feel like we've done that. Particularly yesterday, we had our match review. Um, the coach just sat us down, showed us what, what's what. And now it's about getting, getting on with it, you know. Like, we're not, we're not shying away from what we need to do. Mm. Um, we, can, we can see elements of the game coming to back, and that's almost encouraging and motivating for us to keep going um you know coming up big night friday night game uh, both teams zero and two both teams hungry to get their their season off to a um to a win so yeah it's going to be a uh, big game and it's, it's it's we're not lacking any kind of motivation to to find form we're yeah. ready to ready i think to yeah, into it. the easy thing at the moment would be to <clears throat> succumb to the criticism and the noise I think the role for particularly Jack and I and the boys in the leadership group guys that have been in this position and in a more senior role with experience is to sort of remain calm mm. there's got to be an element of urgency like sure yeah we, we're still 
got areas we've got to get better at and we've got to do it quickly because the season can drift away fast and there, that's, there's no doubt that's going on inside as Jack mentioned then but there's also an element of remaining calm and making sure guys are consistently trying to you know address the behaviours that we want to see as a team performing and preparing and training to the level that we expect because that's the only way out really if mm. we go the other way you know you know, I've been there and seen what can happen. Um, you, get, you, you get further away from you get further away from best. what you want. Yeah. So, you know, yesterday was just about making sure guys are aligned. Yes, there was some good stuff, but you know, we've still got work to do. We've got little things that we can tinker here and there. That yes, they're going to change what the game looks like, and we'll get a result from it. But you've got to stay the course. You've got to be courageous enough to just keep fronting up and having a crack, no matter what opinion or criticism flies our way you just block that noise out and whatever happens in here you know where we know what we're doing we know how we're going to get out of it news through from the medical room is that um Stephen may who sat in this chair this time last week uh, and told us how excited he was to make his debut and congratulations to him on pulling on the red and blue for the first time but he will miss this week that must be disappointing for for both of you yeah for sure i think um you know i was gutted when he was uh, he'd sort of left the game and you could see that there was something wrong and speaking to him yesterday it's um you know sort of around his groin kind of area so you know he definitely missed this week and I don't know how much longer after that but it'd be frustrating for him because he had such a great uh prep leading up to maybe what five or six weeks ago and then he had some you know slight hammy a bit of an adductor trouble and then he got reported and Mm. just he's had a bit of an interrupted sort of five or six weeks from then on but prior to that he's been terrific and a a terrific addition to the club and I was really looking forward to hopefully having him with some sort of continuity with his game to sort of find his feet with how we play but you know it's not it's not all doom and gloom I think he'll get himself right and we'll allow him enough time to get himself right and he'll be a very important part of the team. When you look inside 50 um, Petrarca's been playing a lot um, inside 50 and just give us an insight into you know, his mindset now because he too is someone who's been put under the microscope um, in the wake of the Geelong loss and indeed the Port loss as well. Jack? Um, no, Patrick is uh, from what I've observed and what I've noticed he's had a terrific preseason. Mm. Um, you know like we're talking about the one two percent off that's where I see see him at you know like he's put in a chunk of work pre-season and he was one of our best trainers pre-season um he was one of our stronger performers in in the jlt um from from the internal stuff we value um you know hasn't come together um for him game day in during the season just yet but um yeah i'm i'm much slower to Mm. to jump on um you know thinking that he's he's out of form or anything like that i'd actually see the other way and it's just about He's not, in, he's not in the uh, he's not alone he's not, not in that boat alone um, it's just remaining confident for him and he's he understands that he's, his weeks are looking very good behaviours are looking very good and it's just just putting it, putting it together game day now which, uh, which he's confident he'll be able to do I think the criticism of him is unwarranted, to be honest. It's um, I think because people compare don't they? Yeah, I think that's part of the problem though like the expectation on you know a f- fifth year player hmm 
Um, you know, it's always been like this is the noise outside the club. This is not yeah. the perspective inside the club. But you hear, you know, he should be tearing games apart and he should be doing this and doing that. Like Jack said, he's actually ticking some of the boxes that we want to see. Mm. Sure, he's got to get better in some aspects. And, you know, he'd be disappointed with some of the errors he made on the weekend. But, you know, he's actually, again, one of those guys that's not that far away. And, you know, as I was saying before, I think what is undervalued out in the outside world with opinion and perspective is the um, is the value in team and team system, which then makes these players... Like, track will play far better when our team isn't clunky and mm. struggling and, you know, inefficient inside 50 because, you know, we'll give him more opportunities. Um, Where do you see him playing his best footy? Oh, I think, you know, he's a real bull around the ball. I think he can spend... He can be really damaging, particularly with how the centre bounce is played these days. Obviously, with the six six six, there's more space, more open. He's powerful, um, and you know, got great speed and wins one on one. So I think he can be damaging centre bounce. But then, you know, I think for me, his matchups very difficult forward, and um, you know, as a high forward that sort of then drifts in behind and can play deep as well. But you know, I think he's capable of playing anywhere. But I think we just need to pull the rein a little bit on you know what we expect from him because um, you know I think at times it's yeah it's it's beyond it's it's in a whole another realm of and and it, and it can really affect the psyche you know a lot of the time it's about bringing guys back to no no, no just worry about what's going on in here because you, know, you hear all this noise and it's it's sometimes it's hard not to get drawn out there but you know we just keep reminding him that he's not too far away and and he's just got to keep doing what we value, and he'll be a, he'll be a bloody good player for us. What about you and your footy, Josie? Um, you're going to play in a few different positions, no doubt, this year. How are you? Enjoying? Yeah, I've spent the first couple of weeks on the wing and had a couple of uh, or a little bit of time inside, but I sort of just will play where we need. Um, probably majority of the time, I'll be spent playing on the wing, um, which. You know, again, that's depending on how we play and stuff. It's uh, you get different opportunities each week, but I think it's from from that position, it's allowed me to develop different skills um, in terms of being able to you know direct and um, sort of rally the troops from uh, seeing the I guess stoppages mainly from a different perspective. But um, yeah, I'll sort of play all over the shop, but um, yeah, depending on what goes on each week. Six six six, Jack. How yes. was um, how was that at the weekend? Uh, uh, there was uh, a couple of issues. Right, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> there was one instance where I'm I've gone off to go to the bench and we didn't have a rotation, so I've had to come back on the field. And I'm running into the forward line to make the six six six, and the ump goes to me, "You need to hold." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" But he tell me to hold, so I'm like, "Okay." I stood there, <laughs> and then they called the free kick against me for not evening the numbers. Mate. And I was like, "Why? Why <laughs> there's, got to, there's got to be why some comments cool. there." Tell me to, to stay. Uh, I think he must have thought I was a winger, and I've gone to make it seven in the back line or the forward line or something. So, but I'm not copping that one. Yeah, so, no, I wasn't happy with that one either. So the way it works, if I'm right, you see, is there a warning first? Yeah. In the first case, and then after yep. that, that's when they when they ping you. Yep. But yep. as you said, Josie. Perhaps common sense. Well, I think in that in that instance, bit. there's no doubt. Like Vons is sort of caught in between the bench and making his way to the position. Mm. He's not really impacting the play, and I don't think the game needs to be over officiated in that sense. Um, 
clearly he's working his way down towards the Ford 50 mm. to even the numbers up. But he's not bloody Usain Bolt and he's not going <laughs> to sprint down there just to he get done. He thinks Yeah, well, he is. But, um, you <laughs> know, you know ran, where I'm coming from. I've run 13K. I can't, yeah. can't read. Can't read. <laughs> it's slower then. Uh, boys, before we get to the fans' questions from the outer with thanks to Zurich, um, let's have a look towards Friday night because it will be a big occasion in that both teams need a win, um, us especially. Well, not us especially because we both need a win, don't we? But, um, us especially. Yeah, us yeah, especially, of course. <laughs> um, we need a big crowd there, Jack. Yeah. Oh, I, I, same message. I was kind of... The playing group aren't, aren't shying away from, from where we're at and um, I don't think the supporter base and the fans and... Uh, they should either. Let's uh, let's band together, and the more people we get to the game, the better we're going to play. You know, like the more that inspires us and um, fuels us and puts fear in the opposition. Um, so it's a it's a massive advantage. Um, like that Geelong final last year, when you could just sense it was a Melbourne. Mm. The MCG was just Melbourne, and the the the, the you know what the energy that gave us. I think it's got you know something like that would be would be special and definitely help us. How important, Nate, will it be to play a measured brand of footy? Like, not to be too overwhelmed by the fact that we have to win this game of footy. Yeah. To, to sort of keep your head. Absolutely. That's what I said there before, the importance of leadership. Um, so in mine and Jack's case, in Goody and the coach's case and our senior players, it's about keeping guys calm and understanding sort of where we're at, what we've got to do, stick to the process, and as boring as that may seem, which at times people think that is, but that's the only way out really because if you go beyond that, as Jack said earlier, you end up taking yourself further away from what you want. Um, so, you know, our focus initially today will be to address some of the things that bobbed up out of our review. And I think it will there will be an element of excitement because, um, you know, even though we got beaten on the weekend, I, I think guys left the club yesterday a lot more optimistic than when they rocked up. And I think that's due to, you know, great coaching and great messaging from Goody and the coaches to leave the boys with some real hope that, you know, it actually isn't too far away. And, um, you know, I think that that excited me. I left the club thinking, geez, I can't wait to play again. And I'm grateful it's a six-day break because, you know, the sooner the better to get it, get back out there and have another crack and face that challenge head on, as Vine said, and, and you know, sort of turn that wheel and get us back going again. and. It'll be important that, you know, our supporter base sticks with us and gets behind us. I understand there's, there'd be an element of frustration, but, you know, we're doing absolutely everything we can to to make sure that, you know, it, we sort of arm wrestle back our form in in the positive and, and um, get back playing that, that brand of footy that they can you know, really resonate with. One more before we break. Uh, Stephen May won't play. Anyone that you can see pushing for selection? Who, who's there? waiting to put their hand up or putting their hand up already there's a few boys um i know billy stretch has been banging down the door um and played really well on the weekend and there's obviously a couple of boys that have sort of been in and out as well mm. um but yeah it's apparently Corey wagner played very well yeah um after you know responded from um from missing out this week apparently we didn't get to see it because mm. the vfl was on the same days where he played but from all reports he responded really well There'll be a few boys. Um, 
And I think that, but there's also an element which this is the balancing act of coaching is, um, you know, sort of keeping the faith with a lot of the guys that are in there. And, um, you know, as I said before, you know, the team's not too different to what the team was last year. And it'll, it'll come, you know, that we understand guys are sort of a little bit off their best. But if we back them in, I, I think that can, that'll turn quickly. In a few years' time, when you hang out the boots, do you feel like coaching? Ah. <laughs> uh, don't know. I'll probably come around a, a little bit. job. I've come around a little bit. I used to be 100% dead set against it. But I don't know. It's, um, we've done a little bit of stuff this year with a few different courses around sort of leadership and um, I guess a bit of that self-discovery mm-hmm. stuff. And, um, and yeah, I probably sort of started to open my mind to it a little bit more. But I don't know. You're wait. a decent media performer, though, wait Jamesy, so... Oh, I don't know. Enjoy the wobble? Who knows? We'll wait and see, Take over clinch job. Take over his job, yeah. <laughs> yeah Strut no. around and get paid the big bucks. <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Zurich. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with your questions from the outer. Thanks to our co-major partner and podcast sponsor, Zurich. For over 100 years, they've been ensuring the people and things you truly love. And just like you, they truly love footy and truly love Melbourne. Welcome back to Inside Melbourne, episode three with thanks to Zurich. The game on Friday night against the Bombers is a special one because it's round for reach, Jonesy. What does that mean? Oh, obviously, celebrating the partnership um, that we have with Reach, an unreal organisation that does terrific work in the space of um, you know, youth. Uh, around Australia and um, you know they've done some amazing work with our playing group as well Um, and yeah I I think this week's sort of even more special with I guess what they're sort of uh, they're pushing or promoting around you know social media and and bullying and um, you know I guess addressing that bringing that to light so uh, the players have got in behind it and I know Jack and my partner and Maxie's partner are involved in a little thing as well and um, you know hopefully we can raise plenty of money out of the game which contributes towards what they're doing um in the community jack any burning questions for your uh, co-captain oh we've been we've been fairly um we've been all business so far we on have the podcast been. We have i'm been. just gonna lighten up a little i know you're a big family man jonesy any opportunity to leave the the club <coughs> early to to get home to the fam you take it so how is family life yeah it's good man oh the kids are a full-blown handful at the moment remy's a wrecking ball and um and bobby's slowly building uh the attitude of a little teen and she's only four years old but um <laughs> no nah, it's good fun mate it's um yeah they're they're terrific value and you know jerry and i have great fun and maybe some uh some planning in the works for a third one you never know but um yeah i don't know we, we are is it an inside we'll melbourne exclusive nah, yeah. no not quite yet but <laughs> Maybe a little bit of practice now and then, but sure that's uh, brings brings some happiness. To the fans out there and there's a third Jones coming. Uh, not bit, yet. Bit not yet. You're all a bit sick at the moment, aren't you? Don't jump to conclusions. Not yet. Not yet. You slept in the spare bed last yeah, night. Yeah, spare bed last night. My, oh, they've been riddled with uh, a bit of the flu and coughing and sneezing and the like. But um, I think the change in in uh, season last week or in the last couple of weeks has, has caught them. But um, I'm doing everything I can to sort of duck and weave it. And uh, last night, Bobby was in about midnight, coughing away, and I just picked up the pillow and uh, the phone charger and phone, and off I went down to the back room and got at least uh, six or seven hours uninterrupted. So, 
All good, man. Very good. Let's open it up to questions from the outer with thanks to Zurich. Uh, my favourite, it's going to be to both of you. It's from Luke. He says or asks, what do you say to rumours that Clayton Oliver's barber is blind? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, uh, this, this might hurt, but Christian Salem is actually his barber. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd suggest that Salo isn't blind because he's actually starved the year very well. But um, I actually asked Clary the other day and he was serious. He said he went around to, to, uh, to Salo's house and, yeah, he, he, he's done all the handy work there. So... Is it an instruction issue, like Clary's instructions, or is it a haircut issue, do you think? Oh, that's that's his one wood, isn't it? Salo runs the sort of... The well, really short. Yeah, yeah, that's his, his only thing. There's not really much fade there. He just sort of goes hard with the, the zero and leaves whatever sort of feathers are left on top, <laughs> which in my case is none. But I think Clay, Clayton's the kind of guy that the more crap he gets for the haircut, the longer it'll stay there. Absolutely. <laughs> just to shove it up. People. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't so mind If you want though. it gone, let's just like not touch on it. And it'll be and gone. It'll be gone. <laughs> but the more we pointed out, it's, staying. it's there for good. I, um, yeah, I don't think I can rock one of them. Well, I haven't yeah. got much to work with anyway. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so either, really. <laughs> oh, says, says you. Oh. Uh, Jack, anything uh, tickle your fancy from the out of this week? A lot of it's footy, and I don't really want to talk footy, but I see a good one here. How's the new house going? So last the last couple of years, you did a big big reno of your, yeah. your place. Um, I know you were around here trying to... Juggle trying a to lot. Juggle a lot. <laughs> you did it, did it yourself. So how's that going? How's that whole process? Um, yeah, well, we're settled now. I've, I've started to work on Jerry about selling it, but... Um, what did you think I don't know. <laughs> that's been a that's been a six month discussion. Because what it was like what years? <clears throat> yeah, we moved time? in maybe twelve, close to twelve months ago, and prior to that, it probably took somewhere between twelve and eighteen months to do. But um, yeah, it was cool. Like I have an interest in that space, and you know, potentially want to get involved in sort of developments and building residential houses when I'm finished. But who knows where that'll take me, but, you know, it was a great experience to do my own. Um, and I'm keen to do another one, whether or not, probably just to make the move to get into maybe a bigger block of land with the kids and stuff, but whether or not I do the build while I'm playing still is probably another thing because it was quite stressful and time-consuming. But, um, no, we're loving it, mate. It's, it's good fun and, you know, we're very lucky uh, what we've been able to build and, um, you know, we've already created some great memories there as a family and, and hopefully many more. The question, it's a statement question from Melbourne, I love you. It is a footy question, but still. Uh, Nathan, I was walking around Petra in Jordan listening to the match, the game on last Saturday night, trying not to swear as I peered up at amazingness around me. I've cut my trip short by two days to get back for the Essendon match on Friday night. So that's not bad from Melbourne, I love you. That's absolutely. That's dedication. Yeah, that's, that's what we want to see. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, that's, uh, that's cool to hear. Um, what else have we got here, Jack? Anything, uh, anything else that you see that you... Um, hey, Jonesy, big question here, mate. How do you like your eggs? And what's your secret to a good work-life balance with a young family? Uh, how do I like my eggs? Um, poached, definitely. Um, I, don't, I don't eat eggs very often, to be honest. But, um, yeah, definitely poached and probably on the softer side. Mm-hmm. And work-life balance, I think it's more just about quality time, to be honest. Um, you know, just when I do get a chance, just spending, um, you know, time where I'm as present as I can be with the kids and, you know, uh, having 
experiences and doing fun things that create memories and um and enjoyment for them why hume asks uh how do you do think jay lockhart went i actually think he went really well yeah it's um it's easy to sort of look at statistics and maybe you know rate his game on how often he touched the ball but i think from my perspective you know i loved his intent his intensity his speed to get over um you know he laid some some big hits a few times um, you know, put his body on the line a couple of times. I think he's got super potential. Um, you know, I'm excited about you know where he could possibly get to. I think he's um, you know quite versatile. He sort of started as a forward pocket, ended up down back for us as well on the weekend. But again, he's another player that I think will really flourish as this side starts to yeah. hit its straps. And he's he's had a whirlwind couple of weeks, hasn't he? Just oh, it's amazing, man. I, I try, you know, I try to chat doing? with him. His head must still be spinning. He's working on shipping or shipping containers oh, or anything like that? Or? Yeah. And then, then we were just sitting down for training one out at Casey like two weeks ago and Goody's like, well, we've got a new, new player on the list. <laughs> Welcome, Jay Lockhart. <laughs> oh, right. Shit. Eh? And then next, then <laughs> 15 weeks days later, later, yeah. A week later, he's played his first, well, not his first VFL game because he's obviously been at Casey, but as a Melbourne listed player, he's played and then learning the, the game plan and structures, even though it doesn't, differ too much it's still a completely different environment than going into playing AFL football his head must just be going bananas um, yeah. but I think he's had a great start he'll only continue to find his feet get more comfortable and um, yeah looking forward to him being part of the, the roster got time for a few more um, I got one yeah. I got one I don't know how to pronounce that name though but I'll go with a question um <laughs> uh, this person said they found Simon Goodwin's um, video um, in a messaging to the, the fan base, very motivating, um, which was a great piece that was that was put up on all our social media channels. But the question is, does the team or do you personally watch anything motivational to fire you up for games or trainings? Um, gets you gets you going? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Um, I used to watch heaps of fighting stuff because I feel like particularly the UFC do that motivational stuff really well. And I love similar to you uh, watching sort of a lot of the behind the scenes stuff and how hard people work and that kind of thing. But, um, not, not too much. Like I might, if something like that bobs up for sure. But, um, what about Jack Viney carving him up against Hawthorne and well, yeah, I was just about to say something along those lines. He's, hundredth game video that we oh, saw yeah. prior to the game was some, one of the best highlights packages I've seen in a hundred games so that got me quite I didn't touch the footy it was all tackling <laughs> <laughs> yeah and some absolute crackers in there um, but yeah like um, I guess what the the club does really well is um, you know we've got some amazing guys in that space of you know video and content creation and um, you know most weeks we put together something that's pretty inspiring mm. um and goody does a terrific job of sort of theming up the week in our um post game uh, a pre-game meeting um you know the day before the game that you know there's a lot of motivation just coming out of that a shout out to the guys at melbourne media the two guys sitting here today are nodding their heads uh in approval <laughs> they do a terrific like, job yeah, yeah when i said right. that they'll well done <laughs> they're like this <laughs> we're enjoying our work uh jones before we finish up you got any questions for your co-captain? Anything, uh, any intel for our inside Melbourne listeners? The oh. goings on through the preseason. Goings on through the preseason. Not really. I just want to know. He's got to be. He's a very dedicated 
um, man to his beautiful wife now, Charlotte. So, and I know that he's craving a family at some Ooh. point. <laughs> so, surely there's got to be something in the uh, works. Nah, he's got uh, a bit red there. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe a bit later, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. We're 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 starting discussions. Um, okay, discussions. There's, uh, there's there's things we've got to work. The round table type of thing. Yeah, exactly. You've got to consult with Get the dogs first, don't you? <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah, what that dog. was the other thing. So you've already got Seb. Seb, is there another one coming? Or if we had a bigger house, we would definitely get a bigger one. But double the hair, double the food. They're not easy dogs to nah, maintain. Hell no. So I think we're happy with one just just for now. He's a great man. He shouted us coffee this morning. About time, man. <laughs> Mate, well, I've known him for, what, seven or eight years. That's the first coffee he's ever Is bought, right? me, I reckon. No, no. He just... Tightest oh, bloke at the club, no. hands down. No. There's, there's a f- two before me. Yeah, actually. I'm up there, but not the word. <laughs> Boys, it's been a pleasure. Jack, thanks so much. Uh, We'll see you next week. And Jonesy, best of luck on Friday night against the Dons. That was episode three of Inside Melbourne with thanks to Zurich. We'll catch you next week.